Before we start the show this week, I just wanted to ask you to please get vaccinated. 95% of physicians in the U.S. are vaccinated. 100% of living U.S. presidents are vaccinated. Nearly 100% of all U.S. senators are vaccinated. 100% of Republican governors and 100% of Democratic governors are all vaccinated. The CEO of Pfizer is fully vaccinated. On the flip side of that, over 95% of people who have been admitted to a hospital for COVID symptoms and people who have died from COVID in the past month weren't vaccinated. And this new variant is killing young and healthy people at an alarming rate. By not getting vaccinated, you are allowing this virus to mutate, making it harder and harder to treat and prevent. Now, I know that if you haven't gotten the vaccine by now, I'm probably not going to change your mind. But it has recently come to my attention that a few people that I trusted to do their own research and make positive decisions to protect the people around them aren't vaccinated. The vaccine wasn't rushed. It isn't making women infertile. It isn't killing anyone. If you've chosen to not get vaccinated, please, 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 please reconsider. If you just haven't pulled the trigger yet because you're unsure, please reach out to us via email, Twitter, Instagram, or however you like. And I would be so, so, so happy to provide you with some credible information from reliable sources to help you make your decision. Seriously, it would absolutely make my day. Am I biased? Yes. But I made my decision with the help of credible information, and I'd like to help you do the same. I wouldn't have gotten vaccinated if I felt like there was any chance it would hurt me or my family in any way. Thanks for listening. Now on with the show. Welcome to anyone from TikTok, because I had a video that I did not expect to go viral, but it certainly did. Have you looked at that video since? No, I'm not going to feed into this monster that you're creating. Okay, so I made a video that was a friend of ours. By the way, if anyone is listening from that came in from Andrew's TikTok, hi, I'm Chris. I'm the other guy. That's true. This has been the weirdest <laughs> few days of my life. As we're recording this, it has been... Three or four days, I think. It started the day before Thanksgiving, and it is now the 26th. So it's been like two or three days. So a friend of ours is a podcast host of a, a podcast called the Not Movies Podcast. Is He's a co-host named Sean. Yes. He is on TikTok as a, I don't even know, I should have looked up his, his username. But you can all find it because it's my viral video. So he asks me, what band is your sister in? And I made a video replying to that comment, just sort of coyly saying, like, I'll never tell. And there's definitely no hints on this video. But I put my sister's band's music in the background. Right. And so everyone was like, your sister's in mindless self-indulgence, your sister's in MSI, your sister's in mindless self-indulgence. And I guess from that, it must have just spiraled out of control. That was at like one in the morning. I went to bed. Wait, hold on. Your sister's in mindless self-indulgence? She is. I don't know who that is. I just I know to be a I, we have, I have told you many times. This is another thing. People, I need to finish this story first, and then I'll okay. get to it. So I went to bed. It was like one in the morning. Didn't think anything of it. I had made like twenty TikToks and had about thirty followers. I thought this was going to be another drop in the bucket. And I woke up and I had messages from friends of mine. My phone was dead. First of all, because uh, of all the notifications it got. And I had I, when I charged it up and I turned it back on. I had no, I had a, a message from a friend who does not follow me on TikTok who was like, hey, uh, I saw you on my TikTok, even though we aren't like it just showed up. It just popped up. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And I was like, I wonder which one it was. And I checked it out. And that one overnight from 1 a.m. to when I woke up at like eight in the morning had almost 200,000 views. This is ridiculous. And oh, it gets better. Over the course of the next 24 hours, that number went up to two million. 
Here's the clincher for me. My entire life, I have been telling people, my sister is in this band. And people say, what band? And I say, mindless self-indulgence. And they go, I don't know who that is. And I go, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, it's my fine. God. But like, I, and I even made a, I made a follow-up video that was like, hey, I didn't expect all of this. Welcome to my TikTok. I didn't know my sister's band had this many fans. And I'd basically just be, I was like, I had no idea that my sister being like sort of a, a mild minor celebrity would do this. And all the comments of that video are dragging me for being like minor. Yeah, they were like, fuck you. They're like, she's one of the biggest band members in the history <laughs> of, of bands. The biggest band member of bands ever. But it's so weird because the people I meet... Like you, you're, you know, you're a perfect example of that. Where I probably, it probably came up at some point where I was like, oh yeah, my sister's a drummer. Don't drag me into this shithole. Listen, if you're listening and you're mindless self indulgent, you can't even right, say no, it. You don't even know the name. Listen, I know the name. We, the fans, the true fans out there, hey, Chris, know the names. Oh, Chris, 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 hang on, hang on. Let me ask you a very important question. What are your top five favorite songs of theirs? I mean, I'm not going to be able to narrow this down to five. All right. We, the fans, don't like to judge the the songs and rank them. We love them all as if they were our children. We love them equally yet different. They're all amazing, beautiful opuses. Opi, I believe, is the is the plural uh, about our oh, life and souls. This is actually a great opportunity, then. This is fantastic. This is a great opportunity. Can you name some of your favorite qualities of each song? Since you love them all so much. Uh, they they speak to my inner soul. They speak to the type of person, not that I am, but that I want to be. Uh-huh. And then I think if I keep trying and listening to their music, that someday I could be that person. This is actually hysterical if you know my sister's band. Uh, l- l- explain to me how the song Two Hookers and an Eight Ball uh, speaks to your soul. <laughs> Well, I mean, come on, that's pretty obvious. If you can't figure that out, that's on you. So anyway, uh, in that second video, I did mention I was like, I'm an actor in New York City. I like sort of a musician as well. I'm a licensing person and I have this podcast. If you'd like to check it out, this is the name of it and how to find us. And a lot of people were like, oh, I'll check it out. One person, I should actually, I'll look him up at the end maybe or them. I don't know if it was male or female, but I don't want to be presumptuous. But someone did say. Well, you shouldn't now because they'll cancel that shit. They will. But they were like, oh, I dig the, I listen to the podcast. And I I think they said I dig the podcast and I was like, oh, my God, this is I think it's happening. We got a big boost. I did notice that, like, we got like 200 listens in the past seven days. So great. Hi, everyone. Wait, to which ones? This is going to judge if it's going to last or not. Uh, Recent ones. Oh, they're not bad. No, they're pretty good. I like the recent ones. I like the recent ones, too. Once we got, like, decent equipment. I just meant the last two. Literally the last two episodes. See, I think the last one is not very good, but that's okay. We were both exhausted. This is a good start to a brand new audience. Yes, that's right. Well, uh, listen, if you didn't like the last one, keep listening, because we thought that one sucked. And it can only get better. That's right. And if you did like the last one, keep listening. Because we thought that one sucked. If you didn't like it, it's going to get better. And if you did like it, don't worry. We're not going to do anything different. We're going to keep it. And this episode isn't going to be any better because I didn't get to sleep until six in the morning. How are you? Actually, let me tell you something. As we've shown in the past, the less sleep that you and I get, somehow the better these episodes are. The more painful it is for us. But hey, listen, just pull up any one of my priceless rants. They're pretty good. I'm a big fan. Uh, my personal favorite is when you went on a rant detailing the Twilight Saga. 
See, this is the problem with the rants. I can't always remember them because I black out usually during them. Yeah. 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 Probably became a vampire. I probably did. I'm fine. I I mean, just listen, this whole ordeal. I just okay. I just don't understand. How can I have so many friends and they become celebrities like this? And yet somehow it never affects me. It doesn't change my life at all. I was going to say this is going to affect you. It damn well better because I'm due. Just wait until you and I show up on TMZ. Oh, man. It's all Andy Cohen is knocking down my door right now. I would love to be on Andy Cohen slash drink with Andy Cohen. See, here's the problem, though, with you getting famous and me not getting as famous. This podcast is going to get really awkward because I'm going to have to do this, but still somehow not look you in the eye. Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic, geek, and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and have greatness thrust upon you. My name is Chris Treble, alongside me, as always, the man of the hour. You know him. I love him. Andrew Dunn. Say hello to all your adoring fans out there, Andrew. Thank you, everyone. I will never let you live this down. Please don't. I will never... Ever. I don't know what to do. I don't, I'm like, I've spent my, here's the thing. You spend your entire life working really hard to make content and like music and videos. And then you answer a question about who your sibling is. And that makes you viral. Hey, listen, if it worked for all the other Hemsworths, it can work for you. (laughs) All right. So... Hey, Sarah, you want to say hi to America? Apparently there's a lot more of them watching now. I also I got I took a lot of shit as well. A lot of people because in the video I say like, hey, I don't usually want to tell people because I don't want a lot of people following me or like for this. Like I'd rather people follow me for like the content I put out or videos of your cats, whichever. Yeah, 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 you get the idea. The very first TikTok I made is a cat. It's one of my cats. It's not just any random cat. But a lot of people were like, you know, if you didn't want a bunch of people to follow you, you shouldn't have told us. And I was like, I didn't think anyone would fucking see this. Good. You're handling fame really well. I'm crashing and burning. This is a sight to see. This is going to be the fastest, brightest flash in the pan that has ever been. (laughs) A literal 15 minutes of fame before I become a drunken mess on the side of the road. I love this. Oh, man. I can't wait to see you go from like... Fucking, I don't know, Tom Hanks to Charlie Sheen and, and just zero time flat. Just like <laughs> Tiger Blood. America's sweetheart just to a mess. This is going to be so good. I can't wait. By the way, I have to say, people on TikTok are very nice. I had seen a lot of content creators be like, listen, all these people being mean in my comments and I can't take it anymore, blah, blah. I'm turning off comments or whatever. But everyone has been very kind. I don't know if that is indicative of... TikTok, <laughs> no, indicative of Gen Z, or indicative of fans of my sister's bands who maybe they're the just like super one. chill. It's probably yeah. going to be These the are last very one. nice. A lot of people have said, "Hey, your sister's very sweet," and I'm sure you are too. And a lot of people have been like, "Your hair is beautiful," and I just it's going to my head, Chris. I know your beautiful, beautiful head. <laughs> Let me so- tell you something. First of all, fame is a fickle bitch. Yeah, well, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> so she's got to get in line. <laughs> this is amazing. All right, let's get to this, Andrew. 
Actually, that's a liar. <laughs> uh, hold on. That's hang what's, on. what's happening? On. No lie. I literally stopped the show so I could get a bottle of water. I don't care. No cap. I don't think you know what that means, do you? That's a TikTok phrase. Oh, shut up with your stupid TikTok. <laughs> Are you going to down that whole thing? That's a TikTok trend where people try to see how fast they can down a bottle of water. You should get on TikTok, Chris. You should get on the media lunch break TikTok because I have been pushing that fucking thing for the past six months and done all the work. Yeah, well, you know, Sisyphus worked alone and so should you. And now I'm going to be busy. Now I'm going to be busy with the other one. Fucking hate you already. (laughs) All right. So, uh, Andrew. Yeah. Let's get to this, shall we? Let's do it. We're talking about, we got some news today, Andrew. We got some news. Yeah, so much news. I know. There's. I got some news. You got some news? Yeah, I got some news. Hopefully it's not all the same news, because I only had three that I wanted to do. That's interesting, because I have three, maybe four that I want to do too as well. Hmm. So Can I do all mine first? No. Oh. <laughs> Listen, God willing, we have the same things and we all get out of here early. Oh, before we move forward, we should also say that Stephen Sondheim died. I just saw that. That yeah. is crazy. It just happened today as, as we're recording. Yeah. Yeah, it's so crazy that this ancient man passed away. No, I mean, it's just crazy. It is one of those things where you're like, you knew he was going to kick it. Yeah. But like the day it happens, you're like, oh, OK, so that's today. He was truly a giant in the sky. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. It's weird. What was weird is I, Sarah and I were just talking. We're watching um, Tick, Tick, Boom. Tick, Tick, Boom. Yep. And Bradley Whitford plays Stephen Sondheim. I literally turned to Melinda. We just watched it. And I turned to Melinda and I was like, do you know who that is who died? And she was like, no. And I was like, the guy from Tick, Tick, Boom, who like helped him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's crazy. I mean, you know, not as crazy as like, you know, being Stephen Sondheim or Andrew Dunn or some other celebrity. But but still crazy. By the way, how good is Richard Kind in Tick, Tick, Boom? Not to I, delay too much, look, but I have, no, he came up. I actually haven't finished it, but he's only in that one scene, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's so good. He's so brilliant. <laughs> I was thinking that after that scene got done, I was like, that guy can show up for like one scene. I know. And just kill it. Well, and those two work so well together. Yeah, they really do. You know, he, Richard Kind is like George Clooney's best friend. <laughs> that doesn't surprise They're me. They're very, like, they've, they've known each other for years. There's like some story about how... Um, because Clooney's like a big prankster. Yes. And so he um, bought like a bunch of uh, like Richard Kind must be a little bit of an art guy or something. So he bought Clooney bought like a bunch of paints and paintbrushes and like an easel and a canvas and was like he would just have it out in his house. And every time Richard Kind came over, he'd have like a little bit more of this painting done a little bit more. And that was that me? Fucking A. And then at one point. When Richard Kine came over, he swapped out the painting for like a professional's painting, <laughs> like a really well-known artist, really well done painting, and then swapped it out. And he was like, I just finished it. What do you think? And Richard Kine was like, my God, George Clooney's a brilliant artist. He's like one of the greatest artists of his generations. <laughs> I like kept this going for like months at a time. That story has nothing to do with Stephen Sondheim or anyone else. I don't even know why it's in the show. If it's in the show. Yeah, maybe it won't be. Maybe I'll cut it out. <laughs> you should, because I don't know why. It's a fine story, but it's who a good gives story. A flying fuck. Anyway, Andrew, I got some news. You got some news? I got some news. Let's get to the news. So as always, I got a little bit of, yeah, I'm just looking at my news. I got a little bit of everything. I got a little Marvel. I got a little DC. Andrew, as always, the choice is yours. How much time would you like to talk about the No Way Home trailer? (laughs) I mean, I talked about it a little bit already, but we can talk about it because we did put out a little short tidbit about it. But we should go into a little bit more detail. And that was just my thoughts. I'd like to hear your thoughts about it. Yeah. Okay. 
listen, really, the choice is, do you want this to take up most of the episode or all of the episode? I don't think there's a whole lot in it. There's some interesting, like, I just kind of clocked, like, a couple of Easter eggs and things like that. And and then we can get into wild speculation, as we are prone to do. So, yeah, the No Way Home trailer comes out. First of all, what do you think of the trailer? Cool. Looks good. Yeah, I think it looks great. Yeah. There's just a couple of things I notice. So we we kind of can interpret a little more of the plot. So Doctor Strange is trying to kill all the villains. And Spider-Man is like, oh, no, no, no. We don't kill the villains. Yeah, so it's kind of like almost like Doctor Strange is one of the villains. It's, it's like one of the antagonists of the of the whole movie. Or... Or is Peter Parker, is Spider-Man. I guess, the, I mean, it's, you know, listen... The villain is always the hero of their own story. So I guess it depends on who you're asking. You know what I mean? There's a couple of just things that I've kind of noticed. A couple of tidbits, a couple of Easter eggs. I mean, we got obviously like the substantial evidence, the confirmation really that uh, obviously Green Goblin, which we kind of knew, Sandman, Lizard, Electro, which I love the Electro, the new Electro design that essentially makes his mask when he sparks did you notice that? That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's I think that's like a how great, it is in the in the comics. Yeah, I think, think there's a great way to take such a again. Anytime they can take a stupid design but make it work logically, yeah. I think that's awesome. I think that's really cool. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Uh, you got the classic MJ falling moment. I like that they included that. That was cool. Sure. Yeah. I don't think. Well, I guess that's true. Uh, the other it's MJ usually, fell it's in usually the other Gwen movie. Gwen Stacy, but it is. Just, yeah. But also, you get you. I mean, it is sort of a callback in a way, also to. Um, the first movie. Yes. As well. Yeah, yeah. With That's the what I was saying. One. Do we think that Andrew Garfield is going to get a second chance to redeem himself? That's the theory going around because the glove. I don't know if you've seen the blue glove theory. That's the term I'm coining right here to call it that. Is the idea the, that it's his glove? Well, the problem is that he wore blue glove in the first movie, but not the second one. And it doesn't really make sense that they would go back to original costume. And uh, is it possible that they pull him between the two movies? I guess that's po- I mean, listen, anything is possible. So, yeah, 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 that is a possibility. Sure. I guess that image that came out a while back, not a while back, but a couple of weeks ago of the three of them together, you could look at those and see which you could probably tell which one, if it's one or two, which costume he's wearing, depending on like the emblem and the web design and things like that. <laughs> I Notice, uh, I like how they have the Statue of Liberty being redesigned to hold a Captain America shield. Yeah. Dude, they're going all in on Steve Rogers. I don't know if you've seen Hawkeye yet, but the the Rogers musical. Brilliant. It's so good. It's that song is hilarious. It's so brilliant. I also love that Peter Parker not only apparently just rips open the multiverse, but apparently destroys an entire statue because the torch is clearly out in the next couple of shots that we see as well. Do you think? Okay, so let's get into this. You and I talked briefly about this off mic Uh, around the 211 mark. If you're watching the trailer, somebody flies by on a glider that is not in a Green Goblin mask. So there are three options. Ready? There's Dane DeHaan. From Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh, right. Right? Yeah. I know. You didn't even remember that one. I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's the only Spider-Man movie I haven't seen. Right. He's the Green Goblin. Yeah, he's end. Harry Connick Jr., or whatever his name is. Yeah, Harry Osborn. Exactly. There's Frankie Franco, McFrankerston. <laughs> That's right. Or there is, and this is the one that probably holds the most weight, because I think some images have been leaked about this, or some sort of spoiler thing has been leaked about this, that it is Willem Dafoe in some sort of different costume. Gotcha. Because, yeah, we do see um, 
Electro gets like a different look. Right, so. right. So which one are you leaning towards? I'm still hoping, and I, I am nearly certain this isn't going to be the case, but uh, Ned Leeds becomes the Hobgoblin in the comics. He does. And that would be pretty baller if there's another Ned Leeds. That is that would be actually. Oh, like a, a multiverse Ned Leeds. Right. Ooh. Like they're bringing in multiverse <gasps> Peter Parkers that look nothing alike. Fourth option. They could bring in a different Ned Leeds that looks nothing like our Ned Leeds. I'm now adopting this one. This is the one I'm going with. In the comics, Ned Leeds. So um, Miles Morales has like an Asian best friend roommate. I don't remember his name. You're a racist. <laughs> this is a Genki. I think it might be Genki. Boy, you better be right on that one. Or this really is going to be your cancel party. Or I'm just going to cut this part out. Oh, right. I forgot. You have editing approval. Oh, the celebrity has final cut approval. Genki Lee. What is it? Genki Lee. Genki Lee? Yeah, that's his name. Genki. So Miles Morales' roommate. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. (laughs) Miles Morales' roommate is named Genki, and he's like an Asian Asian American, and, and he is more like the Ned Leeds that we know from the Tom Holland version, whereas Ned Leeds is a character who's like pure white, all American. He's like a big old white guy, Republican looking, like conservative cut jaw. Like you know, he's basically like the conservative cut jaw. You know what I'm talking about? The generic, like back in the '60s when they would draw them the certain way. That's like no, I know the one. Dude. I, you I know, know what you're talking. I just he looked love- exactly the same as. Um, Flash Thompson. All the other men, yes. Well, like Flash Thompson, who's like the jock with the square jaw and the big shoulders. It's the same kind of looking guy. And he was temporarily the Hobgoblin for a very short period of time. But that would be pretty cool if they have a different Ned Leeds, since they have so many different Peter Parkers. Stop trying to turn me into a racist. No, I just love conservative-like jaw. You know, a conservative-like jaw and, like, Republican arms and, like... Pro-life blonde hair and I'm gonna cut all this out. That's fine. I'm going with your Ned Leeds theory. That's what I'm gonna yeah. go with now. You're going I like with this. my Ned Leeds lead. Oh, you're gonna cut the other stuff out, but you're gonna leave that in. <laughs> that makes it. Oh Jesus. Okay, this probably is actually the last thing I can talk about, or I need to talk about with this trailer, and then we'll move on. But as I've said before in the show, and now that I've gone with your Ned Leeds lead, thank you. I hate myself already for saying it. You are uh, legally required to go with me on this one. Ready? So I've I've been pitching this idea of multiple Doctor Stranges in this in this movie, and I think there's more support for this. All right. I think first of all, I'm pretty sure I see a and I've said the idea of black suits Doctor Strange and red suit Doctor Strange before too. I think I see them both at the Statue of Liberty. Right. Think if I ha- if I watch the trailer again, I don't have time codes on it, but I think if I watch the trailer you see again, two Stephen Strangers, not side by side, but in different shots, one he is a red cape and one he doesn't have that at all. Um, but and it and the suit again looks like that black suit from the scene where the subway trains are okay coming around. All right, which he also doesn't have the red cape in that part either. Man, right? you are going deep into this conspiracy. Wait, wait, wait. I have a whole thread now. All right, ready? So then Doctor Strange also says they're starting to come through. He says something like they're starting to come through and there's nothing I could do to stop them, right? I think that that line is not referring to villains and it's not referring to Spider-Mans. I think it's referring to Doctor Strange's and that this launches into the multiverse of madness 
And he's going up against various Doctor Stranges throughout the multiverse. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I went with your stupid, conservative, pro-life, anti-climate change, whatever Ned Leeds thing. You got to go with me on this. No, I don't. You got to come down this rabbit hole with me. I don't. I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think they're going to face off against um, one-eyed tentacle guy, Shimugorath, who's a, a character from the comics who's coming. You're talking about in Multiverse of Madness? Yeah. Yes. He's not going to go hunt down Doctor Strange's in Multiverse of Madness. I think he's going to go hunting them down, I think. But this is going to play into the idea that of, of going through the multiverse, of going through different Doctor Strange's. No. Multiple Doctor Strange. I think at best, because we don't have any reason to believe that Peter Parker is in Multiverse of Madness, at best, I think probably Doctor like I think we might see Doctor Strange quote die in this quote. And then his body like turns invisible and flies off, and Peter Parker's like, What's going on? And it's like right at the end, and then we see Doctor Strange with Scarlet Witch. And he's like, whoa, and his, his like other body gets sucked into him. And he's like, what happened to Peter Parker? What happened? Did he just kill me? And then like, that's a different thing. I don't think we're going to get like multiple Doctor Stranges in I this. Think I think, you're, I think what you're seeing is either different lighting or a different two different parts of the movie. Nah, I think. Well, yes, I'm seeing many parts of the movie. That's what a trailer does. You jackass. Well, when you're saying you're seeing two different Doctor Stranges, I think it's more likely that he changes his pants. <laughs> I he changes. Listen, superheroes don't change their pants. That's a known <laughs> fact. All right. So I already find fault with your theory. Some of them don't wear pants. I'm very nervous to talk around you since you become famous. Now I don't know how to address you. You should be. I will cancel you. I'll send all of my TikTok minions. <laughs> I hate you more than I ever have before. Me too. What, what, what do you have? What do you? Let's move on from this. We don't need to talk about this trailer anymore. I have lung congestion, oh, evidently. <clears throat> Steven Sondheim and Andrew Dunn on the same day. <laughs> Can we lose any more famous people? Oh my God. Chris Ridley Scott blames the opening weekend of his film, The Last Duel on Millennials, which is crazy. It's his fault for not naming the movie something like Avocado Toast or Starbucks Coffee or How to Fix a Failing Economy after it's been gutted, decapitated, and defecated on by 70 million nearly dead degenerates who honestly could serve as an understudy for the Crypt Keeper or Participation Trophy. What the hell are we talking about? <laughs> what is this? Did you not hear about this? I know I did hear about this, but I don't know. What, what do you want me? Am I supposed to talk about this now? What's, was that the end of the thought? No, I was waiting for you to laugh oh, because okay. the joke was so funny. Okay. Anyways, uh, Ridley Scott told Mark Marin, quote, no, Disney did a fantastic promotion job. The bosses loved the movie because I was concerned it was not for them, but they really liked the movie. So their advertising, publicity, etc., was excellent. I think what it boils down to, what we've got today, are the audiences who are brought up on these fucking cell phones. The millennium do not ever want to be taught anything unless you are told it on a cell phone, which is crazy because I don't know a single millennial who enjoys talking on the phone. <laughs> See that? That's the laugh you can take out of this spot and put in the other joke. Okay, I'll, I'll try to do that. And I'll put in a laugh track. Yeah, there you go. Listen, sometimes, sometimes... Your movie sucks. That's just it. Like, I don't know. Now, listen, I have not seen The Last Duel. 
Um, did you know it was did, like, did you see commercials or anything? Yeah, I saw, I've seen it. I saw trailers for it and I saw ads for it. What I had for this, I hadn't seen trailers. I hadn't seen ads. So I, I read this and I was like, Ridley Scott thinks it's my fault for not going to see a movie. I didn't know existed. Yeah. I, well, that's the thing is that I think that they did. I mean, they had some of a digital, uh, uh, footprint on this as far as like trailers being released on YouTube and things like that. But it's not. I don't think it was as omnipresent as like a Marvel movie or something like that. Uh, but I, d- I have seen ads for it. I've seen TV spots for it. I've seen trailers for it and things like that. It just doesn't look that good. Like it looks yeah. fine. It looks. I don't totally know anything about it. I don't know who's in it. I haven't had the uh, chance to look anything it's up. Adam Driver, Matt Damon, and uh, is it? No. Yes. It's Adam Driver, Matt Damon, and Ben Affleck, right? I almost said like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, like that could not be true, but I'm pretty sure it is. Listen, sometimes the movie's just bad. I don't know what to tell you. And you should feel bad. I will sometimes agree with the idea of, and I was having this conversation with someone the other day. I don't want, as much as I love Marvel movies, as much uh, as a nerd as I am, I don't want all movies to be Marvel movies. I don't think that we need everything. I don't think that they're all perfect. And I certainly don't think that that's really all that cinema needs to be. I still need to see the green Knight. I think it looked really good and people loved it. It does look really good. And, and people do love it. That being said, sometimes this has to do with what Ridley Scott is saying, but in this case, I don't think it is. I think the movie's just not that good or it's just not appealing. Like, it might be very good, but it just might genuinely just not be appealing to people. I don't feel like going to see a a movie about the last duel that ever occurred in the Middle Ages. Or Is that what this is? That's basically what I don't know if it's the Middle Ages. I could be wrong. I'm not. I'm kind of all fan. Adam Drivered out as well. He's a great actor, but I'm getting I'm like, yeah, OK, it's him but again. I don't want to see I don't want to see an, another. I don't need a period piece in this yeah. era. That's it's just not of interest. To I'm me. starting to feel the same way about Adam Driver that I feel about Chris Pratt, where I'm like, oh, yeah, it's him again. Yeah. OK. Yeah. He's very good. But yeah. OK. The other th- this is the other thing. And and. I don't think I've ever said this on on the mic before, but I know I've floated it to other people. And this has to this is a much bigger conversation. But I'm going to launch into it anyway. How much time we got? Enough time for me to fill up the rest of the episode with this. Buckle in, everybody. Yeah, all the time in the world. Uh, we do have to get to our ad sponsors, which we don't have. But, uh, <laughs> you know, other than that. Here, we'll pause for the ads that, that aren't here. And... Uh, then we can insert all the ads that we haven't been able to record because no one wants to advertise on us. Here, let's just. This episode in. is brought to you by TikTok. Oh boy, this is going to be the rest of my life. Okay, here's the thing that you got to realize with movies and the technology that we have today. All right, what do I have to realize with movies and the technology that we have today? Great, thanks for the lead-in. So these. Directors like Ridley Scott and Martin, Martin Scorsese who are like, audiences just want to go see these comic book movies and there's no place to be able to make a good movie anymore because because uh, studios don't want to pay for them because they just want to see superhero movies. Here's the problem with that. Not all movies with the technology we have today need to go into a movie theater. It has nothing to do with millennials not being able to look not look at their cell phone it has everything to do with the fact that the computer i have a tablet i have a cell phone i have the the definition that that gets on that the 1080p that's on my phone on my television is just as good as anything i can see in a movie theater do i have to pay 20 bucks to go see the irishman which is a bunch of people talking do i need to see that on a big screen no, I don't. 
Why? Because the technology of today is good enough that I can get theater quality picture and sound in my own home or even on my phone. And so I don't need to go see something on a big on a big screen that looks pretty much the same as it does on a cell phone. Right. Which is basically like a period drama, people talking, things like that. That doesn't mean that it's a bad movie. That doesn't mean that 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 sh- that Marvel movie should be the only thing in theaters and everything should go to streaming. What it means is and I think what they have to realize is that there is room to make other movies. But what you have to do is you almost have to harken back to an older time. You can offer different genres and have them make a comeback and think more cinematic in scope. And you kind of separate the two smaller period, smaller dramas, you know, marriage story, things like that, where it's just people talking can go into streaming and then look to other places. What happened to the days of like the John Ford Westerns, where you would have these big panoramic shots of the American West. That is something that I want to go see on a giant screen. Yeah, we did that I with the be... Hateful Eight, right? Right, exactly. That's one of the, the the beautiful things about that movie is that you go there and you are washed over those scenes, right? What about even just, you know, there's more than just Star Wars for sci-fi, but like you could do, you know, Blade Runner was a, to bring up a Ridley Scott movie. That's a movie you want to go see in a theater. It is wide and expansive. You want to see the detail of the special effects. 2001, a space odyssey from Kubrick, like just the expanse of space, you know, and the, the operatic quality that it has that I want to pay to go see on a movie screen. I want to see a, mo- a Marvel movie on a movie screen because it has these images that need to be on a giant screen to really process them and have them wash over. I don't need to see necessary. Now, listen, maybe The Last Duel is that type of movie and maybe I'm just missing out on it. And sometimes, even with that, those type of movies, I just don't want to see it. That's it. It just comes down to sometimes I don't want to go see the fucking movie. It has nothing to do with my cell phone. It has nothing to do with I have a short attention span. I just don't want to see your movie, man. That's it. I don't know what to tell you. You win some and you lose some. You made The Martian. It's amazing. I saw it in a theater. Should have seen it in a theater. It's great. Last Duel, just not my bag, man. It's fine. Just move on. Doesn't have to be someone else's fault all the time. Sometimes, and Ridley Scott has been around in this industry long enough to know, sometimes you win it and sometimes you don't. And really, at the end of the day, there's there's no telling why something works and why something doesn't. So you don't think it's about the avocado toast? It was really simple. It's toast and avocado. You could have gotten it from craft services and just put it on a table and filmed it. What's hard about this? You slap it. It's a three hour movie. You slap it on for 20 seconds. You have every millennial dollar in their pocket. Come on, man. <laughs> it's simple mathematics. I mean, co- ask anybody. I Come on, man. Get on any cell phone. All right. Get on social media and just go avocado toast. Everyone tweet, tweet, ticky tock, tick tock. And then boom, all of a sudden everyone goes to see your movie done. God damn. That's actually a pretty good point. He he should have just like made an account on the parlor app and then been like, hey, dad's everywhere. Get your kids to go watch this. Right. Come on. Or hey, dad's everywhere. Just come see this, please. I'm begging. Yeah. Yeah. They're the ones who didn't come see it. Really? This is for them more than anyone. But that's what I mean. It's not you wanted millennials to come see a movie about middle-aged duelers and i'm like not, not middle-aged duelers wait actually i would have paid actually, <laughs> you wanted to see i'm gonna i'm gonna go back if this if this movie was simply about middle-aged duel, it was just like i mean 
Did you say George Clooney and Matt Damon? Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. The OG duo. Are they middle? They're middle aged. Also, wait, hold on. He says Disney marketed this really well. However, I couldn't even remember that Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are in the same movie again. And because it was not marketed at all. Why is that not marketed more heavily? Why aren't you putting all your money into that marketing? It's Matt Damon and Ben Affleck together in a movie again. They haven't done that. And I don't even remember how long dogma. I think. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure they had like a cameo in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were doing doing Goodwill Hunting, too. It, It was like a bit. But other than, but yeah. actually, uh, hunt, hunting yes. season is yeah, open or something. And he was really, like, I guess you're not so good, Will Hunting. That was actually a really good bit. But anyway, that's not the it point. Was very good. But yeah, I think Dogma might have been the last actual movie they were together for like a long period of time. Yeah, yeah. They were like leads. Yeah. So why the fuck aren't you marketing that? That's what I would, I, I know that they won an Oscar like 20 years ago, but still, like, we all cut that, that is kind of remembered. You know what I mean? It's still that Cinderella story with the two of them. I'm amazed he put Ben Affleck in a movie after he was in a DC movie. <laughs> like, Bro. it's interesting to me, too. Like, I wonder if he, if they all just thought Adam Driver and like if they all just thought like Kylo Ren and Batman were going to bring in the youngins. Maybe. I mean, they're still just bankable stars. You know what I mean? And they have gravitas. They all have had. Oscar nominations and Oscar wins. But that's what that's the way these old filmmakers think, right? Is that like, ah, these kids just want to watch their superhero movies and their Star Wars movies. Yeah. So I wonder if they assumed that putting Batman and a Star Wars lead in this film would they didn't they thought maybe they didn't have to advertise to millennials. I mean, maybe again, there's still there is. Yes, there's still a bankable because being in these movies, they're more in the zeitgeist than, say, I don't even, I can, I'm not even going to be able to think of a celebrity at this point, but they're, but they're more in the zeitgeist than somebody else who isn't in a, in a, you know, comic book movie or in a Star Wars. Or then Robert De Niro in, uh, in the Irishman. Listen, I would pay to, you know, you poo pooed that movie and said you wouldn't, you don't need to see it on a big screen. I would pay $20 to see old man Robert De Niro de-aged and trying to beat someone up. Did you see the scene where he threw the guy out on the sidewalk and he runs over and he gives him a little kid kick? Oh, I watched that old movie. I watched that movie. I thought it, I actually really liked it. I think there, there were you know problems what? You know with what? it. I take it back. I take it back because he can't rewind when you're laughing at something in the movie theater. True. I rewound that scene 20 times laughing. It's a ridiculous scene. Let me tell you something, though. There are some there are some really good parts in The Irishman. There, I, I genuinely do, do mean this. There are some parts. There was a, there is a scene where he kills. Well, a broken clock is right twice a day. So when you have 24 hours and this movie's like 12 hours, it's yes, going to have something some. Like that. Yeah. But here's the thing. Here's my point. I watched that movie. There's a scene where he, spoiler, for a movie based on actual life events. Are you for real? You're about to ruin this movie for me? Yes, I am. Do You saw the movie. <laughs> I didn't. I just saw that one scene. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to ruin the movie for you. Listen, it's so long that I could ruin this movie for you. You could start it immediately after this podcast. You'd forget what I told you by the end of it. There's a part in the end where he kills Jimmy Hoffa. Oh, I did know that. Right? Yeah. And Jimmy Hoffa plays a very significant role in this entire movie and to this character. So he kills Jimmy Hoffa. Yes. He kills Jimmy Hoffa. Then he gets in his car and he drives. And there's this just poignant scene of him just driving in his car alone after he's just killed this man that meant so much to him. 
And I remember watching that and I was like, my God, this is a great scene. It's powerful. It's moving. You know where I watched that scene? On my phone. I think you're going to say like on the bus. (laughs) I watched it on the subway on my phone. (laughs) And I was still struck by how the scene read. I was still struck by the powerfulness of it. And I did it on my phone. Why? Because my phone looks like a fucking movie screen. That's how good it is. That's how good all these phones are now. I thought you had an iPhone. You're a jackass. What do you got? Oh, no, it was mine. mine, Jesus Christ. This has been so long. (laughs) Holy shit. Okay. I think this is going to be one of yours, too. I'm going to try and steal it. Jackass. Kevin Feige was making a speech somewhere. Who knows where? I don't care. Anyway, some convention, cinema, I don't know, or a shareholders meeting. Doesn't matter. He was... Uh, he was uh, at the, his latest Illuminati meeting. I'm not sure. Whatever. But he was uh, he was making a speech and he confirmed that With two cokes uh, that he said, listen, first of all, let me open this up. Coke's for everyone. All right. <laughs> Co- Coke is an open bar right now. All right. And I'm going to throw it in. We're going really crazy. Coke and Pepsi. You can mix and match. <laughs> Suck it, Perlmutter. And then he dropped the mic and he just walked off. It was crazy. Anyway. That was that the was whole, whole point of the that meeting. That was the whole point. Anyway, what do you, what story do you have, Andrew? No, um, Jesus Christ. Then he just started throwing snow caps at the audience. Like, not the box. He would just pour them out of the box and just pelt them with snow caps like pieces of hail. And then Ike Perlmutter got up and started pelting racial slurs. It was a weird day. It was crazy. But then he also went down on the carpet and just picked up all the snow caps and tried to <laughs> put him back in the box again. And as he did, he was just like 10 cents, 20 cents, 30 cents, 40 cents. For anyone who doesn't know, this guy who used no, to run just Marvel. Look just, just look it up. <laughs> He's just right? a real dickhead. Just type in Ike Perlmutter two Cokes. Uh, just, you know, just go crazy. And it's got to be on there. It's got to be on there. <laughs> That's got to be like the first thing that comes up if you Google that. Anyway, Kevin Feige. What was I talking about? Kevin I Feige. I don't know. This is, for those of you who are just joining me from Andrew's TikTok, this is the fun of this, is both of us never have any idea what we're talking about. Kevin Feige, how many of them do you think are just listening to your sister's albums right now and just turn this off already? Are we keeping account of how many times you have said Kevin Feige and then gone somewhere else? God, I hope so. So Kevin Feige was talking... And it was a rare occurrence because he wasn't wearing a hat. Anyway, Kevin Feige was talking. Are you okay? <laughs> nope. Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige was making some sort of a speech somewhere. Who gives a fuck? And he confirmed that he and Scarlett Johansson are, are working on a Marvel project. On a super secret Marvel project. Uh, Johansson, by the way, so here's the thing. He confirmed that Johansson is involved. She's producing it. She is not starring in it. So this is some sort of Black Widow thing, right? Come on. She's not in it. She's not in it, but she's producing it. Probably not. I, th- I, I think, think this has got to be some sort of Black Widow thing. Not. Uh, let me let me be specific. Not her character. Black not Widow. a Natasha Romanoff not a, thing. Yes. A Black Widow thing. Not a Natasha Romanoff. OK. Thing. Yeah, I could see that. Like maybe a Florence Pugh something. something. Sure. Or some people have said possibly like uh, a Disney Plus series with the other Black Widows. Oh, yeah. yeah. So like it could be a series called Black Widows. Yeah. Essentially. And it's like a crime procedural in the MCU with the Black Widows. I would wa- actually I don't know if that's true, but I would watch the shit out of that show. Would you? Dum dum. I would totally watch that show. If they're not doing that, Andrew's TikTokers, get on that. Somebody, somebody make that happen. I'm going to level with you. If Kevin Feige took video footage 
three hours worth of avocado toast and slapped the Marvel logo on it, I'd watch that too. That's true. I would watch that. And you'd be actually. like, what's the post credit scene going to be? You know what the post credit scene is? Fried egg right on the top. Mm. Mm. Classy. I like a good fried egg. Do you like a good fried egg on your avocado toast? Have you ever, ever had that? I, uh, I've i never had avocado toast. Oh my God. Wait, listen. It's all your TikTok followers leaving. <laughs> Listen, it's almost like that was a lie made up to uh, discriminate against millennials. So you have had avocado toast is what you're saying? No, I haven't. Man, you are not playing this well. This is not you are not meant for. I don't understand. You are not meant for fame. Do you have to have avocado toast in order to be famous with your fan base? You do. I thought you were going to say with your face. You do. You should. It's delicious. Here's what you do. It's a little. You take the. Here's the. Here's the key to good avocado toast. Kevin Feige was giving a speech at a press conference. Is that you make avocado toast and then you have Kevin Feige give a speech about it. You put a little, you make the toast, but then you put a little olive oil right on the toast. Then, the, then you want to mash it, the avocado and you put it. Yeah, this is, don't look at me. This is good content, Sarah. All right. I'm misunderstood in my time. And then you put a little salt, a little salt right on it. Just a little bit. There you go. And then Marvel logo. Anyway, <laughs> there was something else I was going to say about this. Wait, did you have anything you wanted to say about this? Do you want to join the conversation? I had another news segment. Nope, that's not what I wanted to talk about yet. We're not done with my thing. That was rough. That was really no. harsh. <laughs> I don't know what this could be. I think it, prob- it probably has something to do with widows. I think you're right, but it might not. Like, she might just be like... An investor. Oh, widows. That's a great title for the show. You're welcome. You can use that one if you want, Mr. Feige. But it might just be like she wants to put in an investment on, like, everyone knows Marvel movies make money. They make buckets of money. So she might just be like, hey, uh, whenever you don't have an executive producer, uh, I'll put in some capital on that. Okay. So to go off of that point, it actually brought me to something else I wanted to ask you. Is this Disney doing damage control? No. You don't think so? You don't think like after they made up, they're like, you know, what would be really profitable for everyone, speaking of no, ways to make money, so. is that if you put your name on a Black Widow project. No, I think it's more likely that probably Kevin Feige, because I think Kevin Feige is a master at uh, mediation. Yes. That I think he is just like not involved with that at all. And if and if it's him sort of talking about it and stuff, I think it probably was just like, I don't give a shit about that. And going to her and being like, hey, uh, would you ever want to do this? And she yeah. probably thought about it and got back to him and was like, yeah, if they'll let me. And she, he probably went back to Disney and was like, hey, no hard feelings, right, guys? And they were probably like, uh, whatever you think, dude. And he was like, great. And then he just did it. And then he's like, oh, by the way, here, I just want to drop off uh, the money that Marvel made for you, and it just dropped just a fat stack of cash right on their right on their desk. I thought you were going to say, oh, also, before I go, um, Scarlett Johansson gave me something she wanted to give you. It's my middle finger. I, yeah, I think I could. Uh, what probably happened is that Kevin Feige was like, listen, you've been Black Widow for like 11 years. We're going to do some sort of Black Widow show or some sort of Black Widow movie. You know, what? if you want, since you're not hurt, you're not playing her. You probably have a vested interest, at least in the name. You want in on this? You want to help us out? You want to do something with this? And she's like, yeah, let's do it. You know. I also think with the multiverse coming, there's a good chance we're going to see her again in some form. Well, that's what I mean. I, if she's not going to be in a... I, I wouldn't be surprised if she's like, listen, eventually I might pop back into this leather suit. So I need to keep a, kind of a vested interest in the name Black Widow, even if it's not Natasha Romanoff. I have to keep 
some sort of control or vested interest in where that's going. Um, because then I got to, if you guys screw this up while I'm gone, I got to like somehow figure a way out to fix this, uh, which, you know, I got Chris. Yes. Oh, that was such a gentle one. Chris. Ah, there's it. There it is. Like a cold splash of water to wake you up. Keanu Reeves. Jesus says, Christ. <laughs> says getting cast in the MCU would be an honor. Now, here's my question to you. What do you think? I think he could play uh, Adam Wolock, or maybe Thor Wodenson, or maybe Wofesser X, or Wostrider, or Wobadiah Stain. I hate all of these. Please interrupt me. Please stop me. No, I, you know, I hated this. And then I see you being tortured by it, and I realize you deserve this. <laughs> anyway, he told Esquire magazine, quote, it would, be an, it would be an honor. There are some really amazing directors and visionaries, and they're doing something that no one's really ever done. It's special in that sense, in terms of the scale, the ambition, the production. It would be cool to be a part of that. Now, okay, really, who do we actually think he could play? Like, what's a good role for him in the MCU that hasn't been taken yet, and, uh, and that he could be a good fit for the silver surfer maybe because you want someone who's kind of like zen and even keeled for the silver surfer you know what i mean see i actually you know he would have actually i guess technically we haven't gotten one in the mcu do you think he'd be a good watcher he could be but again yes i could i think he could be a good watcher because again you want like someone who's just kind of that calming very zen, yeah. even keeled. You don't want to watch her or a silver surfer who's like, ah, oh, fuck everyone. We're all fucked. I think if you do like, I, I don't know if you like, if you Andy circus him, he could do the silver surfer. Like, yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. No, oh yeah. That's you know what, what I mean? meant. I just meant like, yeah. If you Andy circus him. Yeah. Yeah. But I think he, he yes. could just play the watcher. Like you, you would have to like do some hair and stuff, right. but you know, but you could also do a thing where it's like, you know, the watcher, has the ability to appear in a form that is more whatever to yeah, humans yeah. or something. Yeah. I think it could be that it's see whatever. I mean, ego, the living planet said he was a celestial, but whatever the hell he actually is, he could, he could play another one of those. Cause I could see him being more of a, really what I'm getting at is like, I think he would be more of like a, a more omnipotent being. He could be the one above all. Yeah. Yeah. I actually think there's a lot of, and he has played one before. I think there's a lot of DC characters. He'd be really good at. I keep thinking of the specter for him. He would be really good as the specter. He said that he wanted to, he wants to do another Constantine movie. He said yeah, he'd be he, interested. He in did that. that as well. I also think he'd be great in the, um, in a, uh, some sort of adaptation of, What's that Neil Gaiman dream Sandman. thing that's in the Sandman? I think he'd be great as virtually any character in Sandman. Yeah. 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 Which John Constantine is in. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Anything more ethereal, anything more like on a higher plane. I think he I think he works really well. Keanu Reeves is one of those actors. I feel like this is kind of inevitable. It's not really like an if, but more of a when. Yeah. Like he's going to get they're going to find something for him. He's he's proven he's down to play in these weirder movies or like a sci-fi movie or a big blockbuster movie. Obviously he's coming back to the matrix. So yeah, I feel like he's going to make it. Like I said, I think anything, although can I now put in a request that uh, the silver surfer in the MCU be the complete opposite of what the silver surfer is in the actual Marvel universe. And I just want him instead of being a very calming Herald to just, just roll in, just 
volume ablaze and just like jesus christ everybody we're all <laughs> fucked everybody duck and cover because just kiss your ass goodbye collectus is gonna kill all you just fuckers. get charlie day to play him yeah he's just he's just fucking ranting for two hours straight just like oh sweet god oh the bloodbath i just came from the last place and oh jesus i'm never gonna be able to unsee that let me tell you something you guys are fucked right now anyway see ya. anyway hey god i gotta go change my unitard oh jeez. oh man That'd be amazing. Be incredible. How did you find the one bad picture of Keanu Reeves in Isk? What are you existence? talking about? He looks great. And this one just makes me sad. Like, it's like looking at a clown crying. Well, that's his whole thing, though. Clowns crying? Yeah, he is a sad crying crown in an iron lung. That's one of your sister's song lyrics, isn't it, you <laughs> son of a bitch? You were trying to that insert it. <laughs> you tried to insert it just to get all the TikTokers back, didn't you? You could feel oh them leaving. Oh, my God. And now you're like, let's bring him back in, and I'll give him a little Easter egg. Here's a little taste, boys and girls. That's actually not a bad idea. Maybe I'll try to sneak titles of, of their songs in for, to each episode. That's another. what you should be doing. Okay. I'm a genius at marketing. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. So uh, Sly Stallone was on Instagram. Which is There's just a, a sentence. Just a sentence. I'm going to just leave that there and we'll just move on. What do you That's got? That's the news. That's the news, everyone. Sly Stallone was on Instagram and he shared a photo on Instagram, which basically confirmed that he is, in fact, in Guardians Volume 3. Oh, uh, yeah. Gonna be I thought you were going to say he's in the new Roadhouse movie. Oh, man. Let's bring up the Roadhouse movie every time. We should just make a semi-regular segment of Roadhouse update. <laughs> Roadhouse? Just what's Jesus. the progress of the Roadhouse reboot? Like the Jake Gyllenhaal Roadhouse reboot. Yeah. Man. The Roadhouse-verse. What? Okay, so he's uh, presumably he's playing the same character yes, that he Yes, he played. is playing the same character, which it's, I had his name written down, and then I looked at it and was like, I can't pronounce that correctly, I don't remember so I'm not going to bother. Yeah. But was he Michael Rooker's teacher or something? Is that the idea? His his boss? Yes. Yeah, well, yeah. he was another um, Ravager. Yeah. So he was like another Ravager in like a different. Was he like Mary Poppins' old boss or something like yes, that? Yes, it was something like that. Why can't I remember that character's name? The whistle guy. Yondu. His name? Yondu. Thank you. Jesus. Do you think this will be just another cameo? Do you think they could position him to be almost like a new Yondu? Would you want to see that? Oh, God, no. Oh, do you want to see no. Sylvester Stallone in a large part in a Marvel movie, or do we just keep this to just a cameo? To go off of your first question a little bit more, and then I'll answer that one, I do want to see a replacement Yondu. I just want to see it in Kirk. What's his face? Sean, Sean Gunn? Yeah. I was like, Captain Kirk? What are you <laughs> I didn't you know, know what you were talking about. Sean Gunn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kirk. Okay. So yeah. do you want Kirk or do you want Sean Gunn? Yeah. Do you want both? You want the you want the character? Yeah, you can't have Kirk without Sean right, Gunn. But I'm saying, do you want... What are you, you going to get Chris Pratt to play Kirk? I mean, why not? What else is he doing? No, what I'm saying is, do you want the actor Sean Gunn to play something or do you want the character of Kirk from Gilmore Girls in the Guardians of the Galaxy universe? Yeah. Okay, excellent. I'm with you on both of these as well. With the multiverse coming, they could do that. They he could, could come in that. and be Kirk and just take over. He just slowly incredible. kill his character from Guardians of the Galaxy. Hold on one second. Let me let me I just need to get a third opinion on this. Sarah, come here a second. I have a serious question to ask you. Wait, no, I, I need you to come. I, Would you let people in a press conference have more than two Cokes? Question. If Marvel movies started. Don't roll your eyes. I'm not done with the question yet. If Marvel movies started also introducing characters from Gilmore Girls, would you be no. more prone to go? Okay, she's already left the room. 
Okay, well, there you go. The people have spoken. I mean, not your people. You know, all 75 million of them or whatever. Is that a race thing? No, that was a TikTok thing. Jesus. (laughs) Your people. Your your people. They belong to you, Andrew. That, uh, is that a slavery thing? You've been on a weekend in Bernie's two marathon kick. Is that what's been happening? Oh my God. Let's just move forward before you bring that up because I'll do it. You're beginning to alienate our audience. Oh, I begin. Oh, I'm beginning to alienate the audience. (laughs) Me. It's all me. Yeah, I'm the one. A little bit. Yeah, sure. You're just able to say I'm alienating them because they came to listen to you anyway. (laughs) All right. You come for the Andrew, you stay for me. Come right, for the Andrew. Be- that, by the way, is the title of my porn <laughs> film that will be released next year. I also want to tell you, alienating our audience, uh, Mindless Self-Indulgence's number one hit. <laughs> I can't tell. See, that's the thing with these titles. I can't tell if they're real or not. I, it's really 50 You should 50, start 50. listening to the music and then you'd know. Chris, as we know... Your namesake, Chris Pratt, has been (laughs) cast in the title role of the upcoming Mario film, Mm -hmm. but he might portray the character a little differently than you'd expect. Mario producer and your namesake, Chris Melodondri, told 2Fab, quote, All I can tell you is the voice that he's doing for us and Mario is phenomenal. Yeah, I can't wait for people to hear it. Quote. So here's my question. It's just going to be his regular voice, right? Yeah, it's just going to be his regular. Yeah, oh, yeah it's just going to be Chris Pratt talking yeah. into a mic. It's going to be, yes, yeah. Or it's going to be Chris Pratt talking into a mic, horrible Italian stereotype. Wouldn't that just be the regular Mario voice? W- let me ask you this. Which is more offensive? Mario opens his mouth and it's Chris Pratt's voice with a horrible Italian stereotype. Or Mario opens his mouth Mario and Mario opens his mouth. <laughs> Why did I even bring this up? And just and just Chris Pratt's regular voice comes out. Which, Which one one's more f- offensive? Yes, the first one for I sure. I think it's the second one. No, actually. no, Chris Pratt being like, "Hey, it's a me." Absolutely not. Which one is more offensive? Chris Pratt's normal voice. Actually, that's it. Yeah, that one. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be his normal voice. Come on. Come on. What do we think? Is he? Do we think he's going to try to do like some sort of like Brooklyn working man voice? You know what? That's like, yes, yo, Mario. that's what it is. You're right. That's exactly what he's going to do. It's that. That's 100% what he's going to do. Because it, it, if they're saying it's phenomenal and I can't tell you about it, it probably isn't actually no. his normal voice, right? No, uh, it's his normal voice, but a Brooklyn accent. It's, it's hey yo, it's me, Mario. I'm actually Chris Pratt. I gotta go fix some plumbing. Where's my giant lizard to ride? My princess is in another castle. That's amazing that they give you the script to the movie already. Thank you. Thanks. That's incredible. Thanks. I actually that wasn't me. I actually do have a leaked audio file of Chris Pratt. Oh, really? Doing really the voice, and that's what I played for you right then. Right, and I believe you have another. Do you have a second one there? I think that you told me off mic that you have a second one there. Would you like to play that one too? I think this is one where he meets with his brother, Luigi. Do you want to play that clip? Mm, Go ahead, play that clip. I would, but I remember I gave you the Luigi one, so we'll have to go back and forth there. I'll play the Mario one first, and then you can play the Luigi one. And then I'll play the Luigi one. So here it is. Click. Hey, it's my brother, Luigi. He's a plumber, too. How you doing, man? Oh, hey, what's going on? Hey, yo, how come you sound like Charlie Day? I don't know what you're talking about, but Charlie Day is a premier actor, uh, the voice of his generation. This bit's going nowhere. 
This is great. Anyway, now here's a dance hit from uh, music from Mindless Self Indulgence. <laughs> uh, we're only funny to ourselves. The latest album from Mindless Self Indulgence. Let's take a listen. That's all I got. That's all I got, too. I actually have one more, but I'm not going to do it because uh, I don't want to. That's that's it. Hey, uh, question. Do we have the rights to play your sister's music on this podcast? I mean, I probably do. Oh, well, this is good. Good. That's great. Wait, let's see. Which wait, which one are you playing? I don't care. I just pay a hit a random one. They're on Amazon. Did you know that? Did yeah, you know they're, on Amazon? they're very popular. Why is this not Evidently. playing? Because you're using an oh, iPhone. What's happening? Fucking hell. Wait, is it this? Would you like me to do it on my Android? No, this bit's over. Anyway. What song were you trying to play, Chris? Fuck Machine. <laughs> Swear to God, that was the first one that came up. That's a pretty good one. Is it really? I like this. I'll tell you what, this, you know what's cool about that song? That was the theme to my senior prom. <laughs> They played it at my wedding. Yeah. So, uh, and they'll play it at my funeral. <laughs> hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. What? Where can they find us? Well, they can find us on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts. We're also on iHeartRadio, Pandora, and SoundCloud.com slash The Media Lunch Break. You can also find us on Twitter, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. We've got over 5,000 followers there. You can add another needle to the haystack. It's not an expression. You can also find us on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're also on YouTube.com slash The Media Lunch Break. Put out videos there every now and then. Uh, we put out a lot more videos on our TikTok, which none of you fuckers have followed. That's excellent. <laughs> You're getting behind my way of fame, which is get aggressively offensive with that. It worked for my sister's band and it can work for us. That uh, handle is at the media lunch break. If you'd like to see the videos we make there, we've got a lot of like comic book recommendations and we do very small updates throughout the week about news that come out with movies and comics and TV shows. So give that a look too. If you like mine, if you like my TikTok, if you're here because you saw my TikTok, I heard that too. Then uh, I'm still in. I'm still in the Mario voice. You're in Pratt. I'm still in Pratt. You're going full Pratt. You might like that one. So um, give that a look, ye see as well. Por favor. Nope, that's also not a phrase. Did I make it worse? Yes. With Spanish? No. You can also visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. For anyone who doesn't know, Patreon is a cool place where you can like pledge a small amount of money, like a buck a month or two dollars a month or whatever. And in exchange, you get cool stuff from us. So like, for example, we film all of these. And one of the tiers, if you pledge enough money, is that you get to see us. It's unedited. We don't cut out anything at all, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So you get to see my beautiful hair. And, uh, you know, if you pledge enough money, you get to see that video of us mm -hmm. recording this footage. It gets raw. Don't say that. You can also <laughs> send us an email at themedialunchbreak at gmail.com or you can visit our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. Give us a rating and a reviewing on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube. This is a good opportunity for you to do your pitch. You do it every single episode, but now we have new I was, followers. I who wasn't going to do it this time, but now that with all these new people, maybe I will do it. Here's the deal, guys. This is what I've been pitching for a while. Listen, five-star reviews, you can do it right in app. It really does actually help. If uh, you just listened to us for the first time, you joined us because you're a mindless self-indulgence fan and you just want to see what 
the sister or no wait what her brother does i know she's not the only one in the bit anyway this is not the point anyway if you came on because you watched andrew's tiktok and you were like oh you know what i hate this and this sucks and i never want to listen to it again and you should feel free to let us know that so you go ahead and you leave us a five-star review and then you just shit all over us just go ahead click five stars right there and then you just leave us the worst review you could possibly do it five stars and you can say anything you want uh go for it just let her rip i mean really I mean, five stars, you can just write a Magna Carta if you want to. Your manifesto. Just leave it right in the right in the review. Just click five stars and just go balls to the you wall. You can also, if you don't have the time for that, you click five stars and just type sucks. Yep. Yep. Five stars. Shit. <laughs> That's it. That's all you need to do. You know, and elsewhere as well, you can also give us a, a thumbs up on YouTube, a subscribe on YouTube, stuff like that. And feel free to leave us a, a comment on SoundCloud or anywhere, really. You can leave it on my TikTok. I'll probably see it if you have any questions about the show or anything. I'm not going to give it here because, I, I, listen, I keep my professional life and my personal life separate. Yeah, that's what this episode has been about. That's right. Thank you. For acknowledging that with zero sarcasm. Special thank you to Julie. <laughs> Thanks, Julie. Who's a great patron of ours. One of, I think, our first patron. And she's uh, she's stuck with us ever since. The so OG patron. We can't thank you enough. Listen, now that 50% of this podcast has sold out, Julie, just know we'll still remember you. We will. When we're both famous, whenever that happens. Chris, get on it. Come on. And then we both cancel each other. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the new. It's the new celebrity thing to do. Uh, they're not suicide pact, just cancel pact. That's right. I'll cancel you, and you're gonna cancel me. Sweet. And we'll just get out of this this hellish ring of fame. I'm pretty sure that's how um, Hitler and his wife went out. So that's good. Yes, they just canceled each other. <laughs> Great. That's what you want for the new listeners. <laughs> Wonderful. Listen. Great. They they that band had a lot of songs about Hitler. Actually, hold on. Let me see. Oh, they do. Yeah, oh. that's right. There's a oh there's my. a whole song called Mark David Chapman. Oh, well, then this is right up their alley. I take everything back. Let me tell you, the lyrics of that song are about how they have so many fans that are all stupid emo boys with Hitler haircuts that they uh, they need to hire Mark David Chapman to start thinning out their numbers. That was a popular song of theirs. You get so mad at me. When I just make some sort of weird visual joke on, the, on this podcast, and they're doing that? Yeah. And you're mad at me? Yes. You're ridiculous. It's different times, buddy. This was like 20 years ago. It was? Yeah. Oh. I thought it was like six months ago. I was at their last concert, and it Ever? was... So far. Oh, okay. And it was six years ago, seven years ago, somewhere in that ballpark. Well, now they they just do studio recording. Oh, God. More than that, actually. Maybe like nine or ten years ago? Oh my god, I'm so old! Finally he admits it. <sighs> well, you're older than me. Shut you, your like fucking dead? pie hole. Anyway. <laughs> you can now open your pie hole again. We need to finish the episode. <laughs> we did a thing. We did a thing. There it is. We did a thing. So, by the way, uh, yeah, that that's it. We did a thing. There was nothing here, and now we made a thing. And you could go out and make a thing, too. As always... If you're if you're new to the show, if you're just listening, if you're just tuning in, that's an old school reference. Not the point. You know, we just did a bunch of news stories. But if there's something out there, you're liking what you're hearing and you're going to stick with us. And there's other news stories out there that you're like, hey, 
What about what do you guys think about this? Did you hear about this? Send it over. Next episode, we're gonna be talking about. I have no idea what, but we'll be maybe Cowboy about, Bebop. May, oh, maybe we will talk about Cowboy Bebop. I watched it. I have not, and I have, and you have things to say about I'm it. I'm sure that you do. I also put out on TikTok. I asked if you're if you're a, a follower of mine, and even if you're Which not, I'm not. I know, but I put out a thing asking for people's opinions to read on the show. So if you're listening oh, to this great. and you're yeah, following yeah, yeah. me on TikTok, look for that video and put a comment about what you thought, and maybe I'll read it out on the show for you. Yeah. So that one that one might be a good one. That might be what we're doing. My point is, next week we're going to be talking about something, probably Cowboy Bebop. Oh, and Five Ghosts. And Five Ghosts. But if, which incidentally kind of leads into the point I'm making, Five Ghosts is a reading recommendation that we got from Andrew's proctologist or something. I forget what it was. (laughs) Jesus Christ. But if you're reading something, if you're watching something, you want us to talk about it, you're like, hey, there's this thing. What do you guys think of this? Send it over. We're always looking for suggestions. We'll talk about it right on the show. If you're a creator, if you if you saw Andrew's TikTok and now you're on here and you're like, hey, I it's weird because I listen to Andrew's sister and now I also am into comics like Andrew, and this is weird for me. I don't know what to do, but you're a comic creator. Send it over. You you want to get some work out there? You want to give us uh, uh, some time to shout it out and talk about it a little bit? Send it over. We're always looking for stuff like that. If you're out there in the void, give us a shout out. Uh, send something over. We'll, we're always willing to talk about whatever. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's all. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I boring you? <laughs> you. My God. <laughs> This is what happens when you become famous. One ordinary person talks for more than 20 seconds and you're just bored out of your fucking mind. You yawn at me? Oh, by the way, uh, Julie was so intrigued listening to our podcast. Uh, She got to the one about the um, like nightmare fuel image that someone made for us. Oh, yeah. And she was like, I have to go to the Patreon and watch the video. To, to see this thing because I put it up on there yes. and she uh, yes. she posted a comment she was like hey I had to do this because I wanted to see it and basically she was like I immediately regret my decision <laughs> it's terrifying it is terrifying you want me to send it to you oh god I'm still in therapy I could text it to you no yes I kind of do I don't know I hate myself so you might I think I do want you to send it over to me as Ridley Scott knows I'm very good with a phone so I could text it to you if you want <laughs> uh, he's old anyway yeah, that's it. All right, next week, probably Cowboy Bebop. Maybe something different, but probably you Cowboy Bebop. You should watch Bebop. it just because you enjoyed... I've, I've been wanting to. You I've enjoyed the to. anime. You should check this out. And some of the I mean, some of the imagery in it, I've, I've seen, I'm like, oh, that does look kind of cool. So, I, will I hate this? Probably. But I'm sure there'll be things I, need to, I, I can say about it. And I know you have thoughts, and you're just not going to rest until you can get them out. So, I might as well watch it. I need it. to talk about this show, Chris. Yes. So, I might as well watch it, and then we'll do we'll it. All right, so that'll probably be next week. It's Cowboy Bebop. All right, cool. Uh, that's it. That's that's all I got. That's we're done. That's, wow. Let's get out of here. We're Treble. Oh, why did I? Because that's your last name. Hmm. It's funnier when you explain it. I know. <laughs> yeah. That's what I've always said. By the way. We, uh, now I'm not going to put this out here because we have another idea for a second podcast, but I don't want to tell you about it because you're going to steal it. I don't trust any of you little fuckers. <laughs> oh, you're talking to them. I thought <laughs> you were talking to me. I was like, I'm going to, st- sure, I'll probably steal it, but then see what that problem is there. All right. Are you texting? No, I'm looking at mindless self-indulgent song titles. Oh, yeah. Some of them are slightly problematic. Ass backwards. I like that one. Yeah. 
Let's see, that one and, and Fuck Machine are off their new album. I mean, new. It, their latest album. I actually think their latest album is really good, but it, it's very different than the stuff they used to do. Hey, tomorrow, fuck you and your friend. I like that. That's cool. <laughs> Can I give you some recommendations? Sure. Off of that album, Witness and It Gets Worse is very, very good. I'm just going to uh, just go down the rabbit hole. I'm just going to listen to everything they've ever recorded ever. Good fucking luck. Their second, they have like six albums. Their second one has 30 tracks. Which one is that called? Frankenstein Girls Will Seem Strangely Sexy. Not on here. That's not true. It's not on Amazon is what I'm saying. I don't believe you. It's not on Amazon Music. They don't always have everything. Chris, we're on Amazon Music. <laughs> we're apparently more famous than your sister now. Oh, God. <laughs> well, with my, student my two million views. The teacher. Yeah. She should get a TikTok. She sh- She doesn't? No, she doesn't have a TikTok. She's this a- is why all these people went to your TikTok, because they're just craving mindless, self-indulgent content on TikTok, and they have nowhere to go but to you. So actually, she should not get a TikTok because otherwise all those people are going to leave you and go to her. Should I make a video explaining that, oh, I didn't mean my sister's in the band Mindless Self-Indulgence. I just meant that, you know, she's kind of mindlessly self-indulgent at times. Yes. Let's see what happens. (laughs) Chase me out of of my house with pitchforks. I'm just going to use your fame as a social experiment for me. Let's just see what happens when you do that. Sounds like a great idea. Great. I legitimately... My phone battery keeps dying because I get like hundreds of notifications. Oh, I get it. You're so important. <laughs> it's weird, man. Oh, my phone battery hasn't died in 48 hours because no one loves me. Ugh. No, it's because too many people love me. No, no, no. I changed from the I kept the same voice, but I changed from being you to being me. In the time it took us to record this episode, I got 13 likes, 10 comments and 19 new followers. Yeah. Yes. Well, in the time that we recorded this episode, I got one email from Movement Watches. So kiss my ass. Hang on a sec. Oh boy. All right. So while Andrew's away and I have my own platform. Let me just say something to all you people who have just joined us from Andrew's TikTok. Um, This guy, it's not worth it. It's not worth your time. There are other people you could follow. Hey, what's up? 